Thanks for tuning in to the Say So With Jeannie podcast. I'm rolling out another season of SOAP. SOAP is an acronym for a very practical and personal Bible study. S stands for scripture. O is observation. A is application. P is prayer. Grab your journals. Let's soak together now. Welcome to the Say So With Jeannie podcast. I'm your host, Jeannie Terry. We are kicking off another SOAP episode. Yes, we're still in our SOAP series. We're doing this in partnership with East Coast Christian Center. And they have a radio show called Morning Breath that you can catch every Monday through Thursday. And I'll leave the link in the show notes. And then you can come here and listen to us on Friday. We um, take one chapter of the Bible. We follow this, the Morning Breath schedule from East Coast Christian Center. And we read that chapter along with the church. And then we soap it out. So today I'm super excited. I've got my friend Michelle Davies with me. We're going to soap Proverbs 15 today. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Teeny. Thank you for having me. I'm so blessed to have you. I've been waiting for this day. Can you introduce yourself? Um, My name is Michelle Davies. Um, I am a mom of two. I have a daughter who's 27 and a son that just turned 17. So yes, God has a sense of humor because as soon as you think you're done with one, he's like, hello, surprise. Um, I've been married to my wonderful husband who has the patience of a saint um, for 10, 10, going on 11 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. We're going on 11 years too. When's your anniversary? Well, that is a funny story because- Let's hear it. Um, so we got married, well, he proposed in January of 2011 and I always dreamt of having a fall wedding Fall is like, like my favorite season. Mm-hmm. So we were planning on getting married in October, but I had been diagnosed with lupus shortly after my son was born about a year and a half after my son was born. And during that time I had to do, um, chemo treatments every six months. And so I was due in April for my next treatment. And my husband was like, you know, I don't want to see you struggling with this. I don't want to see you like, you know, working and going to chemo and everything else. So um, we decided to get married in April. And I was like, well, that's just foolish to have two weddings. (laughs) Like we won't tell anybody. And I'm like, you promise? (laughs) Uh-oh, we're so, telling everybody now. I know. So we got married actually April 22nd, which happened to be on Good Friday that mm-hmm. year. And it was also um, World, um, what is the, where everybody saves the world, Earth Day. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we, for a while, we were celebrating four anniversaries because I would claim every Good Friday as an anniversary and then April 22nd. And then we realized though that Earth Day was always April 22nd. So I couldn't claim that one anymore. <laughs> and then um, then we have October 22nd. So he says March or April is his anniversary and October is my anniversary. But I make sure that I get gifts for both. <laughs> oh my, that you get gifts for both or you give? Okay. Oh no, that I get. <laughs> <laughs> so this is funny. We share at least one anniversary together. My husband and I were married on October 22nd as well. 
No way. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. That is awesome. That would have been a hard wedding for friends to decide, being that we share a lot of the same friends, which wedding they were going to go to that year. Yeah. Well, we tried because we got married in uh, 2010. So we tried to do the whole 10, 10, 10. So October 10th of 2010, but everyone thought of that about that before us. So we didn't get that date. Yeah. I had a girlfriend who got engaged after me, but she got married on 9, 10, 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's easy to remember. Yeah. Well, very cool, Michelle. Are you ready to dive into Proverbs 15? Let's go. Okay, so I'm going to read 1 through 17, did we say? Yes. Okay, and we're going to read out of the English Standard Version. Proverbs 15, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fool pour out folly. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is prudent. In the house of the righteous, there is much treasure, but trouble befalls the income of the wicked. The lips of the wise spread knowledge, not so the hearts of fools. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is acceptable to him. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves him who pursues righteousness. There is severe discipline for him who forsakes the way. Whoever hates reproof will die. Shoal and Abaddon lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts of the children of man. A scoffer does not like to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. A glad heart makes a cheerful face, but the sorrow of heart, the spirit, but by sorrow of heart, the spirit is crushed. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feed on folly. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but the cheerful heart has a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened ox and hatred with it. A hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. The way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns but the path of the upright is a level highway. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is the joy to him who lacks sense, but a man of understanding walks straight ahead. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. To make an apt answer is a joy to a man, and a word in season, how good it is. The path of life leads upward for the prudent, that he may turn away from shale beneath. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but maintains the widow's boundaries. The thoughts of the wicked are in abomination to the Lord, but gracious words are pure. Whoever is greedy for unjust gain troubles his own household. But he who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous ponders how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoice the heart, and good news refreshes the bones. The ear that listens to life-giving reproof will dwell among the wise. Whoever ignores instruction despises himself, 
but he who listens to reproof gains intelligence. The fear of the Lord is instruction and wisdom, and humility comes before honor. Amen. Amen. That is good. There's a lot in there. You want to do your soap first, Michelle? I'll, I'll let you lead. Oh, here we go. All right. I'm honored. Thank you. So I have a few here. Um, verses 1, 2, 4, 5, 23, and 26. And I'm just going to review them quickly. A soft answer turns away wrath. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge right, rightly. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. The lips of the wise despise knowledge, or excuse me, disperse knowledge. A man or woman has joy by the answer of their mouth. The words of the pure are pleasant. And um, this is has to do with everything that comes out of our mouths. Because I hear a lot in the Bible that people believe that they are defiled or um, dirty by putting certain things and foods in their mouth and also by not washing their hands before they eat. But the Bible is very clear that it's not about what we put in our mouths. Rather, it's what comes out of our mouths that defile us. And Proverbs 15 is full of verses that show examples of what should be coming out of our mouths. And in Matthew 18, it says that those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, blasphemies, etc. These are what defiles a person. So Michelle, I am a huge advocate of biting my tongue and not saying anything if I don't have anything good or wise to say at all. Our opinions are not always needed. And I honestly enjoy listening more than talking. It's actually why I started this podcast was to listen to others. And I encourage myself and others to not spout out idle, useless, or any word that would produce ill effects to the one saying them as well as the one hearing the words. And I truly believe that words are containers of power. God spoke the heavens and the earth into existence with his words alone. But I must admit, I still say things that are negative and it's always out of fear or self-preservation. And either I have to catch myself or sometimes my husband or a friend like you will point out my foul words and cause me to repent reset my focus on God's truth. Why do I repent? Because I'm really speaking fear or negativity above God's word, which is the truth. And actually, um, our pastor, Jessica Stahlbaum at East Coast Christian Center, she recently gave a message on October 3rd about repenting and focusing on Jesus and his words. She said that she is not a proponent of denying our circumstances um, and she gave us some like, yes, but examples, for example, like, yes, this is scary, but God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. And so we don't deny our circumstances. They could be negative. They could be scary, but we rely on God's truth. That is higher than any other name or circumstance that we're going to, um, encounter while we're here on this earth. And that my prayer would be that, my thoughts don't make me because my thoughts don't always come from me. Sometimes they're put in there by the enemy. And that if I have a bad thought that I would switch my thinking and reset my focus on God's truth and not agree with that negative thought and 
use God's word and his truth to defeat that negative thought, which will produce life in me rather than death in me. And that the Holy Spirit would just continually reset and refocus my mind and my thoughts and my words on the truth. And that wherever I am, I would use those words to encourage other people, use the words to encourage myself so that they would produce life for myself and anyone that hears the words that are coming out of my mouth. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I love that. Thank you. So going through um, 15, there was a lot of those same exact verses um, stood out to me, as well as going through, there's quite a few um, mentions in regards to the eyes, the ears, listening, reproof. And it just made me realize how much we take in our so-called wisdom by those things in which we use our senses, Mm -hmm. our physical senses, but that's not really what brings wisdom because that will bring knowledge, but it's through the Holy Spirit that we take that knowledge through our senses and he reveals the wisdom of how those things are connected or not connected. Um, And when we, and it's during that time that when we take that knowledge and we um, use our own filter, so to speak, um, and declare it wisdom when it is not, when it has not been graced by the Holy Spirit, when it is not given to us by God, that it's under that reproof of that correction that brings true wisdom and changes our thinking. And um, I was like, wow, how many, uh, how often do I jump to conclusions based upon what I see or experience or feel in the moment only to like afterwards when I have my quiet time that I allow the Holy Spirit to Michelle now (laughs) (laughs) is that really fair is that really what happened is that really what's going on and um and it's through that, um, it's through that that I received the humbleness, and just like at the very last line, mm-hmm. um, thirty-three, it says that um, humility comes before honor. Well, right away in the dictionary, that's not true. <laughs> honor comes before humility. <laughs> However, you really can't have honor without humility. Because you think of somebody who is, um, you know, other, you know, a police officer or um, um, somebody who's in the military, in order to have honor, they've had to give up, they've had to sacrifice. Um, And that brings humility. Otherwise, if it's just them, it's not truly honor, it's boasting. And so, um, again, it's just... The world wants to change how we see things, how we interpret things, how we read things, even in, say, the dictionary, that um, hum- that honor comes before humility, and that's not true. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that's really good. I like how you say that um, honor has 
you know, before you get to honor, there has been a level of humility um, through sacrifices and through submitting to authority. And I feel like a lot of people do not want to submit to authority, even though God has placed them in authority. And so when we lash out at authority or we disobey the authority um, and kind of boasting or bragging about it, we also teach our children to do the same. And then we wonder why they don't respect us or um, honor us. It's because we're doing the very thing that we don't want them to do by disobeying us and disrespecting our authority. So Well, and they're also taking it out of context because they're just seeing by example and they're not understanding. They don't have the wisdom yet mm -hmm. of knowing what the circumstances are what we're really fighting against. It's not so much the physical fight as much as it is um, the mental or intellectual or purpose, the righteousness. I mean, there is a thing as far as having like righteous anger, mm -hmm. but um, I don't know of anything in the Bible that says as far as like righteous disrespect mm -hmm. mm. yeah no I haven't heard that either and I ain't gonna look for it it's probably not there no <laughs> <laughs> amen amen well cool we just soaked proverbs 15 girl yay woohoo next week we are soaping proverbs 22 I'm excited about that. Thank you so much, Michelle, for being here. You have been a regular in this group and I've been hunting you down, trying to get you and I finally got you. So thank you so much for saying yes. Thank you. Have a thank wonderful day, opportunity. You too. Love you. Love you too. And that's it. That's soap. It's so easy and so practical and so personal all at the same time. Are you enjoying soap? Let me know. Hit me up on any of the social media links I'm going to leave in the show notes and share your soap with me. I want to find out what you're getting from the scripture as well. We can all learn from each other. Until next time, friends, peace and blessings.